Christian blade and leave us in the shade before these hills are as bare as Texas. He said, step aside if you value your hide, you best stay out of my path. When I'm cutting through, I might saw you in two and you'll be looking for your better half.
welcome to this edition of the What's Up podcast. And yay, we have live music. I'm Becca Martin-Brown, the features editor for the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. And joining us today are Michael Cockrum and Susan Shore, who've been playing music together for a while, but now have a new band called the Barbaloots. Welcome. Thank you. And a CD release party this Sunday, March 1st, at the Fayetteville Public Library. How did this happen? <laughs> well, it started actually with that song, Sawdust John, the song that we just played. Um, I wrote that maybe seven or eight years ago, and Susan and I played at uh, the um, up at the Odd in, in Eureka Springs, um, part of the Ozark Folk Festival, I think. And Ezra and Keith were there. Ezra, they heard the song. Ezra really loved it, so. Um, I kept, we kept running into each other and he said, you know, we should do something, you know, we should do this. He had this idea of uh, kind of a tall tale story song kind of project. So um, he eventually, I, I, you know, I, it was an opportunity to work with Ezra. He held a gun to your head and said, if you don't do this, I'm going to pull the trigger. He's talking about Ezra Eidlett, the taller half of trout fishing in America, whom one might describe as the biggest, happiest, friendliest puppy you've ever met with the most enthusiasm. Absolutely. Yeah. And an amazing musician and creative mind. And so there was some there was some quote somewhere that one or the other of you told me about, if you'd come up with ten more songs like that, we should make an album. Right. And that that's... (laughs) Pretty much what he said, uh, you know, write write some more songs and we'll do it. And uh, I just, you know, he, he had mentioned it several times, and I said, you know, this I just got to do this. You know, it's an opportunity to work with Ezra, and so I did. <laughs> so here's the side story. This is the first recording for another group made in Trout's new studio in Fayetteville in Ezra's new studio, in the house that Michael, sitting here with us, designed, (laughs) as I understand it. Right. Uh, So, clearly you had a career other than music at some point, and still do at some point. Yes, yes. Uh, I designed Ezra's, I designed houses and other things, Um, and um, I designed Ezra's house, and yeah, the real story is that he had to figure out a way to get the money that I paid him back. So <laughs> <laughs> that works it's, out. It's the circular, circular economy. It's kind of a boomerang. Well, thing, we call it know? keeping it in the family it's because exactly it's all the right. extended arts family in Fayetteville. So right. you know, it was perfect. Yeah. Now, Susan, how did you and Michael get together? Because you're newer than Michael's career. Uh, well, we uh, ten actually, it'll, we're about at our tenth. Uh, anniversary of meeting each other. I can't believe it. The gray hairs are here to, sh- to prove she it. She doesn't people. have any gray no, hair. It's a story. <laughs> but um, we, we met at um, a Good Folk concert in March of 2010. And uh, <clears throat> he says, I walked through the door. He actually walked through the door after I did. And, and I recognized him. It was sort of a long story, which I won't go into, but I, I knew his face and who he was. And uh, we just started talking, and like I, I can tell you about some gigs I play, and you know, gave gave him my phone number so he could call me about those gigs, and then it turned into like you know a date, and then like we just had been together ever since, and started playing together pretty much immediately, um, just casually, just sort of practicing and stuff, and then um, a few months later, um, 
in the summertime, Michael went back to Eugene, Oregon to teach, and I followed him out there for the last month that he was there. I think he, it, was, it was his old job, teaching at the University of Oregon. And so I spent the last month there with him before he came back, and pretty much every day we played, we worked on music, and it was a, just it was a just a dream to do that because at that point, you know, I had no other job, and it was just the music thing, and it really clicked. It really worked for us because we we had very different approaches to music, and um, and then we got back to Fayetteville, and I think we started playing. We played in, in Eureka, Basin Park, and started booking some gigs, and and then. And that was it. So I've asked <clears throat> Ezra and his musical partner Keith Grimwood this mm -hmm. a thousand times, and I want to ask you: There's got to be ups and downs of living together, loving each other. Which they're, they're, I just implied that Keith and Ezra are a couple; they're not. <laughs> Susan and Michael are, and working together. Mm -hmm. So good, bad, ugly, indifferent. Well, all can be all of the above. <laughs> yeah. Well, we don't. You know, we don't. We we don't. We're not on the road all the time. I mean, we're and we're we both have our day jobs, so we're not together all the time. Right. So it's really not that kind of pressure. I've actually had a music partner, and that was what we did. This is many years ago, and so it was like almost twenty four seven, and that was that was challenging. Um, so this, you know, we have our we have our individual lives, and then, um, you know, uh, come together to make music. And so it's not, I mean, every relationship has its challenges, sort of above and beyond just being together, you know, like working as a, as a sort of partnership professionally. Um, but it's okay for us. We, you know, we uh, put in our boxing gloves and we actually don't really fight. We're not, we're not fighting. Not we seriously. Don't, no, not We have little spats. We have spats and then, <laughs> then, then it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of shocks the dog. Yeah. What are you? What? What's wrong? <laughs> Why aren't you talking for? Are you an guys hour? gonna feed me? That's the important <laughs> yeah, part. That's all I want. So, so is <clears throat> Michael called this the whimsical side <clears throat> of Sean Cockrum? Mm -hmm. Is your normal music that serious, <laughs> or is it just that this is a little less? Well, the uh, shall I answer that one, or you want to? Well, I think. I, the songs I wrote re write tend to be more whimsical, actually. Especially for this album, though. Yeah, because especially for this. But more of a kids-oriented sort of kind of kids-oriented. I ha I have you know I played music with my daughter in this silly cowboy. We dressed up like cowboys, and, <laughs> and um, I did. We did cowboys. I've always had this place for kind of silly songs, and you know kind of kids music uh, and we've played we play like the fox which is you know your basic kind of folk talking animal songs and barnyard dance we've always done those things have stayed in our repertoire since the beginning almost but then the songs I bring to the duo are more about like you know death and and uh, you know uh, spousal abuse. So oh, it balances that. That's an interesting I have a balance. Dark, I have a dark side. I mean, uh, the songs I've, I, I haven't written a song in a long time, but the songs I've written and, and then gravitate, which is not, not that many, but the, and the songs I gravitate towards tend to be kind of on the dark side. So it's a really good balance. I have a friend from, in New Orleans yeah. who was recently told at a gig, gee, I wish you and your husband would break up because you write better stuff when you're not happy. 
thought oh, that was terribly rude. <laughs> <laughs> so she's not writing the Turks. Yeah, that's stuff. right. No, it's just, that's just how it, it. But it works. You know, it's a good. It's yeah. a good balance. So are the Barbaloots ready to tour now? <laughs> oh, we are. Yeah, we just need to to get out there. Get busy. <laughs> <laughs> We're so, trying to book some things. Why the Fayetteville Public Library? I love the Mountain Street Stage uh-huh. series. Yeah. Why the Fayetteville Public Library for a CD release? Is this a first for them? It might be. Um, I'm not sure. I don't know. Um, I just really like the series. This, um, it's very accessible for everybody. It's free. Um, it's an afternoon show. Yeah. So whole families can show up. And, yeah. You know, I, I really wanted to target this for everybody including kids so it just seemed like a good venue for that um they have a really good sound system good sound person which you know is great so and it is nice it's a it's a, it's a wonderful room and it, and as, as michael said and it sounds great in there and you know it just seemed to be it really did seem to be the perfect venue for this kind of cd release and I assume party. there will be CDs for sale oh, there will yeah. there will be or do we have t-shirts and merch yet or just Not CDs yeah I mean, we've been thinking about that though because <laughs> Susan's the much. artist she can make oh you can make t-shirts he's actually the artist he, he designed the cover and everything oh all cool those, all those cover paintings are Michael's yeah the so. CD by the way is called Possum Came to Town and the CD release party is at two o'clock this Sunday March 1st at the Fayetteville Public Library the performance is free, the CDs will be for sale, and if we're very good and ask nicely, perhaps we can get one more song while you're here. Sure. sure. So which one do you want to do? I have to do my... Beaver Gambler. Yeah, I better get the notes out, though. There are a lot of a lot of lyrics to this one, and I'm still learning them, but I think I have it. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Push on 
the back of the bear. A bear held the log to help beaver to clog all the water that ran through the hole in the dam. Well, wolf's paws, they started slipping in the water. He called out to a swimming family of otters. Come hold my paws or this dam will be gone and you can no longer live on this beaver pond. The otters anchored the wolf's paws. The wolf embraced the deer with care. The deer pushed on the back of the bear. Bear held the log to help beaver to clog all the water that ran through the hole in the dam. Well, as time went on, though they tried and tried, the otters they too started to slide. Down at their feet, some crawled and called out. We can help too. We're small, but we're stout. The crawdads dug in with their claws. The otters anchored the wolf's paws. The wolf embraced the deer with care. The deer pushed on the back of the bear. The bear held the log to help beaver to claw with all the water that ran through the hole in the dam. Everybody working, the dam finally held. The ringing let up and they let out a yell. Sometimes it takes some stormy weather to show what we can do when we all work together. The crawdads waved their mighty claws. The otters shook the wolf's paws. The wolf embraced the deer with care. The deer gave a pat to the back of the bear. Bear danced on the log to help beaver to clog all the water that ran 